Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Hello, my dear ones, and happy Tuesday to you. So today we are just going to expand a little bit on last week's topic about, um, last week we talked about resisting change, and the feedback that I got was, you know, this is great, it's inspiring, those are good points, it's all very helpful, um, but how do I change? What do I need to do to make change happen? And my goal is always to be of service, first and foremost, and to give you what you ask for as much as I can. So I'm going to scrap um, what I had planned for this week and just do a little elaboration on change. So I think uh, what I would like to start with is um, I think it's important to clarify how important it is not to place our happiness on one specific event. And this is related to change, even if it doesn't seem that way. So I think we so often dangle this little carrot and it's a mistake, you know, where we think, oh, when I lose the weight, I'll be happy. Or when I find my partner, I'll be happy. Or when I become a mother, or when I get my promotion, or if only I lived in the Bahamas, we place all of our happiness on this one little thing. And that's really erroneous because then if we reach that goal and we've placed that happiness on something outside of ourselves, now we're just a skinny person who's still unhappy or a married person who's still unhappy or a successful person who's still unhappy. And so, when we're talking about making change, I don't want you to place your happiness solely on that change. Um, yes, I think it's important to make positive changes and to always be working towards becoming our best selves. But I think that we can't just place our, um, our futures or our contentment or our purpose or our success in life on one specific goal that we haven't attained. So when we're talking about making change, what's really important is thinking about the person that you want to be. So if who, if who or what you want to be is a happy person or a successful person or a healthy person, then what we need to strive for are steps that we can take towards making that happen. So that way our happiness and our success is not tied into simply losing the weight or simply getting the promotion or simply you know, finding our soulmate. It's about finding happiness and purpose and success in who we are as a person and then adding the things that will enhance that. Does that make sense? I hope, I don't know if I'm explaining it quite as eloquently as I want to. Um, but making change is always about thinking about the person that you want to be, not about one specific thing that you need to achieve. So um, 
and I would say fake it until you make it. So uh, for example, I always try to use myself so that you know that I am a real person with real problems and that I'm not perfect and I go through things just like you. And my hope is always that when I share parts of myself, you will go, okay, well, if she did this, I can definitely do this. Because let me tell you, friends, if I did something, I guarantee you 100% that you can do something. So my goal is to have a successful practice that honors and serves transformation and change and our own divinity. And so I strive to be a calm measured, educated, compassionate, and dedicated servant in my work. Am I naturally that person or am I always that person behind the scenes? No, but this isn't a facade and it's not forced and it's not contrived. It's me taking the best parts of myself and packaging them all together and giving them to you because it's the person that I want to be. So when I'm doing my work and I'm trying to give you my best, it's not just my gift to you, it's also a gift to myself because it's helping me to honor the most treasured parts of myself and being the person that I want to be. And so I want you to think about that as well. Um, I hope that that makes sense. So. Anyhow, when we're talking about making change, this is what I do. This is Coaching 101. You're getting the Cliff Notes version to a um, general life coaching session with me. When we're talking about making change, number one, we think about what it is we want to have happen. So if we go with, let's say, losing weight, because that's a very, very common one, or getting in shape. We have to be very, very specific. So where people slip up and make mistakes when I'm doing coaching or when we're doing goal setting or working towards making change, it's that we say something very broad. So if you say, I want to lose weight, well, that's great. But realistically, do you know how to make it happen? Probably not, because if you did and or if it was easy, you already would have done it, right? If it was something just as simple as, oh, I want to lose weight, you would have done it. The second mistake that I think people make is they decide to do something maybe drastic. Um, actually, let me take a step back. So we might do something and say, I'm going to lose weight. So I saw this treadmill on sale on QVC, so I ordered it. Or, oh, I signed up for a gym membership. And we think simply by purchasing a treadmill or a series of DVDs, just by possessing those, somehow magically through osmosis, we're going to lose weight. So, okay, we need to get a little more specific. Okay, I want to lose 50 pounds. Great. You think that's a specific goal. Once again, do you know how you're going to do it? Do you know how long it's going to take you to do it? And this is where my clients start to get annoyed with me because I make them really get down to fine tune and get down to the nitty gritty. Because again, if you just wanted to lose 50 pounds, you would have snapped your fingers and done it. 
okay, I wanna lose 50 pounds by my birthday. That's six months away. Great. I guarantee you that six months is going to come and go and you're not going to have lost those 50 pounds because you have not set up a plan as to how to do it. So when you are setting a goal and you're wanting to make a change, the key is that you need to come up with concrete, measurable, achievable steps because we need to set ourselves up for success. If you are not setting yourself up for success and you're not giving yourself realistic things, the reality is you're going to feel like a failure and you're probably going to go farther down the hole than before you began. Again, here's where we start to get nitpicky and I can see clients getting flustered with me, but this is how this needs to go. And I've done this for years and years and years and years. So I'm not just regurgitating some idea. This is something I've implemented in my own life and it's something that I've implemented with my clients and it is how we have achieved success. So, okay, 50 pounds by my birthday in six months. What if we say I wanna lose 10 pounds a month? It's still the same thing. Whether you say 10 pounds a month for five months or 50 pounds in the next six months, it's the same thing. Your big end result goal may be that you want to lose 50 pounds or be a size six or fit into your pre-baby jeans. That can be like your big Everest goal. But again, what we need to do is think about the person that you want to be. And if all you want in life is to be a person that is 50 pounds lighter, I don't think that's going to work for you. I think you're going to find, if you lose that 50 pounds, that you still are not happy within yourself. You may be happier, you may have made some positive changes, but ultimately, have you become the person that you want to be? To me, if you're telling me that you want to lose 50 pounds, number one, that means you care about your health and you want to be healthier and feel better in your body. And number two, it tells me that you're struggling with your self-image and how you value yourself, how you perceive yourself, how you perceive others are perceiving you. And there's a self-esteem issue. And losing 50 pounds may very well be medically necessary, but if you're needing to lose 50 pounds, it means to me that you wanna work on improving your health and improving the way that you feel about yourself and how others view you. So that's why losing 50 pounds isn't just the answer. There are like three separate things going on there. So what I have my clients do in terms of losing weight is we pick one or two things that we're going to work on each week. And you can translate, I'm just giving the example of losing weight for today's podcast, but you can translate this into anything. So rather than giving yourself this huge obstacle of going, oh my God, how am I gonna get 50 pounds off of my body? What's something realistic that you can do right now, starting today, there's no reason you can't do it. How about if you go for a walk for five minutes? After any meal, I don't care when it is, you can do it first thing in the morning, you can do it on your lunch break, you can do it after dinner, you can do it to wind down at the end of the day before you go to bed. You have five minutes today. 
there are, I promise you, somewhere in your day, there are five minutes that you can spend going for a walk. Now, in some future podcasts, we'll get into the art of procrastination and all of the roadblocks that people come up with when I do coaching in terms of making change, excuses and procrastination and reasons why something couldn't happen. In my mind, there's no excuse why you can't walk for five minutes today. So that's our first goal. Maybe this week, that's the only thing you do. You aim for six days, you take the seventh day off. Aim for six days knowing you'll probably only end up doing three or four. But here's the rub. If you have succeeded at walking for five minutes, more than 50% of those days, you have now achieved the goal. You have shown yourself that you can do something. You have not lost 50 pounds, but you are demonstrating success to yourself. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to celebrate all victories. We have a little treat or a little prize or a little gift planned for you. So, okay, if I can walk for five minutes, at least four out of those six days, then I will treat myself to a pedicure or I will go buy this shirt that I really liked. You're rewarding yourself because you've put in the time and the work. You've done something and you've demonstrated success. So now next week, we build on that. Okay, next week, maybe I walk for 10 minutes, six days a week. And in addition to that, I'm going to have a salad with one of my meals. I'm going to start introducing healthier food. Okay, so now we're building on that first goal and we're adding on a second goal. And this is how we do it. This is how we start to make the change. We do these little teeny tiny baby steps that almost feel so small, it's as if you're doing nothing at all. But you're demonstrating these little areas to yourself. You're showing yourself that you're capable of succeeding, that you're capable of achieving something. And before you know it, if you're walking, four, five, six days a week, and you keep increasing that time, and you start eating a salad every day, you'll start to see, you do that in six months, those things will be a habit. They won't even be something that you have considered or that you have to put any energy into. And I am here to tell you as living proof that this is 100% true, because I am a person that grew up on junk food. I ate no real food as a child, none. I ate ice cream, Oreos, candy bars, cookies, chocolate milk. God love my mom for trying. She would put out a can of fruit cocktail for dinner and that would be the only thing I would eat. Just the sugary, syrupy <laughs> fruit cocktail and the juice. I would eat no real food. And is it any wonder that I ended up with all of the health issues that I did as an adult? But now, you can put a plate of donuts in front of me, and I probably won't even register that they're there. It is not any um, battle in my mind. I don't crave them. I can sit there and stare at them. I can smell them. I can probably even lick it, and I wouldn't be tempted to eat it because I've now gone long enough without donuts that I don't miss them. 
And in fact, a couple of years ago, I tried to eat a donut on the beach because there's a place in, the, in my favorite, favorite beach town that has, my God, the most amazing donuts on the planet. They make them fresh right in front of you and they are a gift of heaven. I ate one bite of it and let me tell you, the rest of the day, I felt horrible, horrible from all of that sugar. It was not worth the 30 seconds of pleasure that I got from that little moment of savoriness. And so this is what will happen with you. I promise you, if you put in the time and you're consistent and you really work at it, these little bitty steps, I promise you that change will happen. So for the first couple of weeks, I just want you to pick one thing that you're going to do every day. And then on the second week, I want you to pick an additional thing that you're going to do every day. And by the time you get to a month, if you are sticking to it, then go ahead and order that treadmill or that Bowflex or that home gym or whatever you want to call it because you're demonstrating to yourself that you are willing to carve out some time every single day to move your body and to work towards better health. And so now it makes sense for you to put that investment of money into a machine because you know that you will use it. It is not something, if you do it in the beginning, I promise you it's gonna sit in the box and never get assembled or you're gonna use it for a week and then give up. Don't even lie to yourself and tell yourself that you're gonna do it while you watch TV because you won't. You do these little teeny steps. Then after about a month, like I said, you can invest in something because you've demonstrated to yourself that you can do it. Maybe after a month, we then also start to take things away. So in the example of food, we would say, okay, I've been eating salad every day. I'm starting to feel better. I'm drinking more water. Now I'm only going to allow myself to have chocolate on Sundays which means you go six days a week and you have no chocolate or potato chips or ice cream or soda or what have you. Now you take something out and this is where you're going to have a hiccup because your body's going to go, wait, 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 wait. I'm doing all these good things. This is my reward. Well, now we have to change our mindset and that the reward is how we're feeling, how we're looking and how we're feeling. So there's going to be this back and forth and there's going to be the struggle always. Real change takes time and energy and dedication and an unwavering, unflappable belief in yourself. I'm here to tell you that you can do it. This is what I do. I've seen success every day. There are stumbles, there are pitfalls. We fall off the wagon and guess what? We get back on and we do it again. So. That's a little sneak preview into the beginning of coaching and how you make change. Little baby steps, add on to them, reward yourself for your hard work. And before you know it, you're not gonna be thinking about the 50 pounds or the size six or the bikini or the pre-mom jeans. You're gonna be thinking about how good you feel in your body and what you can push yourself to achieve next, okay? If you have any questions, you wanna schedule a session, I do them in person and um, via Skype, FaceTime, online, all of those things. So let me know how I can serve you. Go out there and get it. I cannot wait to hear what you decide to do this week. Everybody can do something this week. Give me an email. Let me know what you're working on. 
I'll talk to you next week, dear ones. Be blessed. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net, or send me an email at ray at Hope to hear from you soon.